Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's so weird to be like out here with you guys. I'm usually behind a guitar. So it's so good to see you all today. Um, I know it looks kind of different today. Today is a little bit of a different day. Um, we're going to be kind of leading from the inside out <laughs> today. Um, today uh, is a very special day. Um, we've set up uh, this special way because uh, we're celebrating Pentecost Sunday today. Um, and we've called this service the Upper Room Service because that's where the believers uh, who experienced when the Holy Spirit fell, that's where they were that day. And I'm sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep carrying this, this guy around with me. You know, the women can attest that after you have children, once you start a sentence, sometimes it, you have no words. So <laughs> this will be, this will help me today to speak to all of you. So um, as a worship team today, uh, we are going to kind of just walk through this journey with you. And we've never done this before. And so it'll be a new experience for all of us. But we're super excited. We have a ton of expectation. And we know God's going to do crazy, incredible things today. Um, so like I always encourage you to do when we have services like this, in this circle set up, it's kind of intimate. Um, just, just reach God in a new way today. Um, do something that you haven't done before. Step into his presence in a new way today. Let, let yourself grow in him. Um, this morning we're going to go ahead and uh, pray, and then we're going to start this together. All right? God, we just thank you for today. We thank you for what you're going to do. We have just unlimited expectation, God, of who you are, who you are in our lives, and we just love you just for who you are. God, we invite you today. We love you. We worship you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And I thank you in advance for what you're going to do. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. So, yes, yes. So, before we do anything else today, okay, like I said, this is new. So, we're going to kind of walk through this. We're going to do what the Bible says to do in Psalm 100, which is, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise which means we're going to enter into his presence today with a thankfulness in our hearts we're going to let the attitude of our hearts determine what our praise looks like today and the posture of our mind be shifted into thankfulness into gratefulness of who god is and of what he's done so we're just going to go into uh, our first uh, praise song today with just that posture in our, in our minds and the attitude of our hearts, just giving him praise, giving him thanks today. Amen. You can, you're more than welcome to stand with us today as we sing.
Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We praise you, God. We give you honor today, God. We give you glory today, God. We thank you, God. You are so good. You are so good today. You are good every day, God. Man. The Bible says we can praise God with a dance. We can praise God with a clap. We can praise God with a shout, with a song, with an instrument. It does not matter as long as you do it, right? Can we just do that this morning? Can we just give God some praise right now? God, we worship you. We praise you. We bless your name today, God. There is no one like you. No one like you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated today. So like I said, this is going to be a little bit of a different day for everybody. We're celebrating today, Pentecost Sunday. We're celebrating what happened in the upper room. And uh, another thing that we like to do, that we make it a point to do as a team, a worship team, is to welcome God. We welcome Father, Son, Holy Spirit into our midst. We welcome God into our service. In a few minutes, we're gonna sing the song, Holy Spirit. And you guys know it. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Come flood this place. God, fill this place. Just take over. And when we sing these words, we're meaning that we're welcoming God into a prepared vessel. We're making a stand saying, God, we welcome you to do as you please. We've come prepared in our hearts and minds, and we have come to give you something today. See, when we talked earlier about praise, we mentioned that we praise God for his goodness. But when you think about it, you can give praise to anything or anyone that's done something worthy of it, right? But this, this is what makes worship so incredibly special because when we shift our mindsets into connecting our spirits with his in worship, it becomes so intimate and so reserved that only God himself is worthy of such worship, such praise and honor. See, when we worship him in spirit and in truth, the truth of who he really is, we're doing something, like I said before, that is so just for him. And it's not only that that intimate time that we have connecting to him, that's important, but it's everything else that we do, the obedience to spend time with him, to have some quiet time with him, to read your word, to talk with him, to pray with him. The way we live our life, that can be worship to him. The way that we prepare our heart each and every day so that what we're doing when we come into this place together and worship with others, man, if we could just get a hold of that together as a family, as a family of God, when we came together, if you came with your best and they over there came with their best, man, connecting that all together, 
preparing that beforehand and then connecting that to give that to God and uniting in that, man, that will propel us so much further toward him and our expectation of what he's gonna do in this place because you know, you know, you have tasted and you've seen all through the week and your expectation of what he's gonna do is just through the roof already. Can you imagine if we all came prepared to worship him like that? It's coming guys, that day is coming. And this morning, I've asked one of the members of our team to come up and, and share his heart with you today. Um, today is, is his last Sunday with us. Um, he and his beautiful family are moving and um, we've, already, <laughs> we've already had tears and we've already said goodbye probably a hundred times. But um, Chase is one of the people that you meet and you are just impressed by him. He leaves an impression on you. You know, when he shows up on a Sunday morning and you see his attitude, you see his spirit and the way that he conducts himself just as a servant in this place, it just makes you kind of take a step back. Like Candace says, it makes you check yourself. And we need more people like that in this place just to come together as a family to serve with joy. And so today I've asked him just to share for a few minutes what's on his heart, just about how he prepares to come here and to serve and to give. Give Chase a hand this morning. Well, as soon as Jen kind of let me know, she's like, hey, I want you to kind of talk about how you prepare your heart. And I kind of let the text message sit there for a little bit because I'm like, Oh, that's something I'm struggling with lately. Like, is that something I'm taking the time to do? Um, and I know that that's something I think a lot of people feel sometimes. Am I taking the time to, to spend time with the Lord during the week um, and just to be ready for Sunday service? And uh, I could, you know, there's excuses a mile on. We're moving. We got all this stuff to do, and I'm tired and whatever. But I think of the thing that I say to my middle schoolers sometimes. I'm like, it's really hard to hear you over all your excuses. So... Uh, so I, I have to think of that myself, check myself on that too. It's like, when when do I get to spend time with, with the Lord? And I guess the, the time that I find that's easiest for me is early in the morning um, with a cup of coffee and, and everything's quiet. I feel the freshest in the morning. Um, and I feel like that's a time that I can really uh, just take time to myself. And when, when, when the baby wakes up, it's, it seems like that's that's what we're, we're about. Then we're going to take care of him. And uh, so then it's like, ah, oh, then the time runs short. So I really try to find some time in the morning. But man, even this last month, it's been tough to find that time to do that. Um, so, but then I think about the time when I come to worship on Sunday morning, and I think about uh, just being part of the worship team and getting to lead. I love music. I love playing the drums. Um, and what we want to do as a team is get ourselves out of the way and just let God speak through with the Holy Spirit. Um, and <laughs> the thing that chokes me up the most is watching people worship. Like, that, that gets me every time. I told Kate, please don't sit in front of me today because I won't be able to play if you sit there and worship. And she did it anyway. But not only her, not only my family, but seeing anybody that connects with the Lord and worship, that's the thing that, that just gets me more than anything else. There are times when people can maybe... Uh, question what God's doing in their life and question if he's real but 
when I see people worship and when I see them giving their hearts to the Lord, it's like, how, how could that, how could there be anything fake about that? You see what people are doing in the way that they're laying down their, their everything and just, just worshiping the Lord and they're worshiping their family or with whoever and just putting their hands in the air, whatever it is, God, you just see people connecting with you and it's just amazing. So that's, that's what it, that's what I love about coming to Sunday service and I love the, the preparation that goes into this. Um, I've been part of a church growing up where it was in a building and everything was set up every day, but then everybody just kind of shows up and you're there for maybe an hour, an hour and 15 minutes and you're out of here. But I love that we get to come here and we're here from gens like eight to one, you know, we, we, we get to be here for a lot, long time, but there's a preparation for the Lord and it's pre preparing to be here with him. So that's a huge thing for me. I've really enjoyed that getting to be here with people and serving. And that's, that's a really important part of my week. So I, I, this is one of my favorite parts of the week every week God is just getting to see how people here worship you and how people here just just connect with you in a way and I think music is one of those ways that you can connect with the Lord the closest so I hope that that can be the way that people leave with this place and that they leave worship is that they just see how you're huge in this place God and they can feel a weight as you're here so we just praise you for that Lord and we praise you for everything that you do for us so thank you so much thanks Jen for the opportunity come on Man, thank you for that. I needed that. <laughs> See, when we unify and we start moving together and when we're with one accord is what the Bible says, that the believers in the upper room were, something, something here starts to shift. When we collectively decide that we're going to take that step together and we put all distractions aside, we give to him what we've prepared beforehand. That's when you start to align your mind. You align your mind with heaven. And then when we worship, we worship as with heaven, exalting him, just wanting to be with him where we belong. And we connect to what heaven is doing. And it starts to change and shift our atmosphere into what heaven is doing. We start to worship how they worship. Just completely unashamed, continually glorifying the very one who created us. This morning, we're gonna sing this song. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. And I just, I challenge you, just take the step. Take the step to welcome him here in this place today. To welcome into your heart, welcome him into your life, and welcome him here in this place right now to let who he is flood take over this place. Let it shift our atmosphere today. Amen? Amen. Let's just sing together this morning.
something starts to happen, you can feel that. You can feel that in your spirit. Something starts to shift. Atmospheres like this, this is when miracles start to happen. God shows up because the line, the line between heaven and earth becomes so thin that things accessible in heaven now become accessible to us. But there's an effort, there's an effort on our part. It takes the preparation of our heart and the alignment, the alignment of our mind with what heaven is doing. Pushing, pushing into that place in worship. It's like our chase after God. The more we do it, the more comfortable we're going to be with it. The further we'll go. Once we begin our initial climb up that mountain of God, it's up to us. It's up to us how far we push ourselves, how far we're going to go. And you decide. It's your decision what you prepare and if or how you're going to align yourself with his thinking, with the thinking of heaven. Sometimes there's things that can set us back or distract us when we're trying to push into that place with God. Sometimes it seems so much easier for other people. And sometimes you're just dealing with stuff when you come in here. And that's okay. Everyone has stuff. We all have stuff. And sometimes that stuff can get to you. And those subtle whispers of the enemy, they start to burden you and they burrow in your heart. And before you know it, you're nailed to the floor and you don't know what happened. Things like unforgiveness, you don't even realize. We have doubt, fear, fear of the unknown. That can set us back. It'll stop us dead in our tracks if we allow it. But that's why we come here. That's why we come here as a family to learn and to grow, to set those things at his feet, to never pick them up again, to not let those things hold you back. This morning, in this, in this atmosphere, in this atmosphere of worship, Shanity to come and just share with you for a moment. She's going to be so open and honest with you because this is something we all deal with. And I love this. I love this right now. I love this atmosphere right now because this is real. This is real life. We come here and we chase God down. And sometimes it's hard, but we're here. We've made it. So just open your heart right now and just listen to what God is gonna to say to her this morning.
so worship is something that I have a huge heart for. Um, Teague knows it. <laughs> because I have this thing. I do this thing that they are going to laugh at me, but I love every song. <laughs> and like me saying this right now, like you don't understand, guys. I love every song we play. And I never, I never took the time to connect why I love every song that I play. And I get, you know, poked fun at. They're like, oh my gosh, you love everything. And Jen's like, this is the set list. And I'm like, that's my favorite song to everything. And I get so excited every time because it is. And they're like, aren't there any songs you don't like? And I'm like, eh, there's a lot of secular songs I don't like. But man, that praise and worship, I can get with all that. I just, I love it so much. And um, I was praying about it and I was talking to God like you do. And um, I was like, why do I like this? Like, why do I love it all so much? Why isn't there like, there's like this old school stuff that I'm like super into. I love gospel. Like it just things that most people are like, mm, I can't get into that when they sing it. And I'm like, oh, I can jam to that. I'm like <laughs> into everything. And um, it's because I felt the presence of God in all of those songs. And something changes inside of you. When you feel God, when you're worshiping, and it's something that I pray that everybody can experience because it changes your life. When you're singing a song and you can just be completely free and put down all of your walls, which right now it's not easy. You're all looking at us. I'm not a public person. I'm very quiet. I don't, I sit in my corner and hide. And this isn't easy, but God doesn't care. He's not going to make excuses for you. He doesn't care who you are, where you come from, where you're at in life. I feel like I'm a mess all the time right now. Um, but he just, he doesn't care. So I can't care. I can't make excuses. I can't say, I'm just going to hold back today. Because why would you want to hold back for what God has to offer to you? And because what God's bringing to you is what you pour out to others. And I feel like that's most important is what you're pouring out to others. And that's why we're here is to fill up and to thank God and be more than thankful, but truly be grateful. And gratefulness is understanding why you're thankful for everything that God's done for you, everything that you have in your life. And I don't know, I what's one thing I really encourage is to just think about that today or this week like am I grateful like I know I'm thankful I have tons of things to be thankful about <laughs> so many things but am I really grateful for it do I understand why I'm so thankful like where I was at five years ago to today I'm like I'm a different person I don't belong here right now but I'm here and I'm so grateful for that I have a husband that loves me more than anything I have a family that has supported me through every journey that I've taken. I have a baby boy on the way soon, and I never thought that would happen. <laughs> and I'm beyond thankful for everything, and that's why I love every song, because I can, because you feel God in it. And I'm just, I'm singing out that gratefulness to God, and I really encourage it. I, it's hard to put down your walls. It's hard to not focus on what's in front of you and just close your eyes and forget. But when you're singing worship in a room of hundreds of people, or I'm bad at counting, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you, you just have to close your eyes 
And yeah, you don't need to lift your hands. You don't need to like get super like jamming out to it. That's okay. But just start by closing your eyes and focusing on just God. There's not somebody next to you, even if you're accidentally whacking them, like it happens. And that is okay. It happens. It's fine. And But that doesn't matter. Right? They'll forgive you. Um, but it's just about that focus. And it starts by closing your eyes and just focusing on God. And that's why we close our eyes when we pray, so we can focus on God. That's why we close our eyes when we worship, so we can focus. It's the first step. Not everybody has to do that. Some people are just there. But for me to really just picture God here, I'm going to be looking straight up, or I'm going to be closing my eyes. And that's what's really helped me go beyond the room that I'm in and be able to be in the presence of God and be able to love every set that we do and say that every song is my favorite song and just be so joyful about it all it just God is so good and um I just really encourage it like just close your eyes start by closing your eyes and you're gonna find God because it's when we're in the dark that's where God is I mean in the light that's where God is but that's where you're gonna find him and so just a cool thing and we are in a place in a country where we're able to do it let's take advantage of it because some people can't so that's it yeah that's so good if we could just get to the point where we just let it all go. What would that look like in your life? What would that look like for you? To not carry burdens in this place. Or to carry burdens in this place and actually leave them in this place. What would that look like in your life? If we just chase them down with all that we are, we, we push, push into his presence, push toward the throne where he is until you know Till you know, you can feel it. Something is starting to shift in this place. When we get a hold of this, that's when things are going to happen. That's when miracles happen. Things that try to hold you back are just going to start to fall off of you because darkness cannot stand in the presence of God. And minds will be healed, hearts will be mended, church itself will change because this will not just be a place to attend will not just be a place to come because you're committed to showing up here every week this will be a place where the living water of God will flow through like a river people who don't know God people who don't understand God are gonna see something happening here and then when they come here they're gonna be changed and then it's going to affect our communities. It's going to affect our schools, the places that we work. And it starts right here. People will want to know. They'll want to know the secret to having access like that and to knowing God is a father like that. And this is all available to us right now. 
you know, we've been proclaiming and praying for centuries, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So when are we going to start believing it and acting like it? When are we going to start expecting that to happen? That's when things start to change is with your expectancy. Let's just connect to him, unite together and run towards him, not settling for anything less than for all he is. It's in that expectation that something from heaven will shift into this place and it will become accessible to here, for us here right where we are in this place. Let's just worship him this morning.
the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues, as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance.
Open your mouth and let it come out. is doing. We were going to have a day where we spoke to you about what happened in that other room. But that's happening right now. Right now in this moment. God is filling this place. Touch every heart in here right now, God. Every heart be open to receive you right now, God. And what you're doing in this place right now. Flow through this place. Spirit, we welcome you. Just another moment with him.
point of the service today, like we said earlier, is for you to understand what happened that day in the upper room. And I could stand here and I can give you facts and figures, but this, this is more important. This is why they met. They went into that room, into that place with expectancy. Jesus told them, go, go and pray. The Father is, is leaving a gift for you. He told that to his disciples before he ascended back to heaven. That's exactly what they did. They went into that room and they prayed into that promise. Knowing that God was going to follow through. we're trying to do today is to come here knowing that God is going to follow through. Pray into, believe into what God can do when we come together and we unite in this place. This is just the beginning. We have just scratched the surface what God wants to do through this place. This, this is going to reach out of these four walls. This is going to bring our city to its knees and bring people back to God. And it starts here, right now with us. down. This right now, what you feel right now, this presence, this glory of God, this is what met Moses and the Israelites. But before Jesus died, they were so completely enshrouded in sin. They had no way to access the Father without the blood of Jesus. And so they were terrified and they ran. But here, here is the difference. That day in the upper room, Pentecost day, it was different. Because now they had access to the blood of Jesus. Jesus was their access back to the Father. And that glory that was far too much for the Israelites to contain their sinfulness, couldn't handle it, that day 
in the upper room, those disciples, those apostles, those followers of Jesus, they received it. Do you guys get that? That glory of God that was thunderous, fiery, terrifying, that first met those Israelites. The people on Pentecost Day, people in the upper room received it into their hearts. They received that power of God in their lives. And right then, in that moment, they were baptized in his presence. They let it overtake them and it changed them from the inside out. It changed who they were, the way that they thought. It gave them something. It gave them the power through Jesus Christ to now go and do something about it. To take what he gave them, that gift from the Father, and to share Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit with other people. That's what happened that day. The power of God fell. And they went outside. There were other people there that heard them speaking in different languages, but get this. Those people outside were other Jews that came in to the town that day to celebrate Pentecost in the old traditional way. But you know what? God bushwhacked them. <laughs> God knew. God knew that they would be there. And when the Spirit came on those people and they started speaking in other languages, it wasn't like a heavenly language like you hear now when people are filled with the Spirit. They were speaking in the language of the foreign Jews that were outside. And they went outside and they shared the new gospel of Jesus Christ. And he had just risen. His resurrection was 50 days before that. That's what Pentecost means. It means 50. He had just risen. And because of the power of God, they stood up and went outside and started talking to other people in their own language saying, this, this is what it is now. This is the new covenant. This is who Jesus is and he died for you. He died for you and he rose again because he loves you. And now, because he loves you that much and even so much more, he has given us a gift through the Father, which is the Holy Spirit, which is who we are here to invite into this place, to empower us, to go out and to change this world. We have access to that, guys. If we could just get a hold of that. This is all, it all plays a part. It's a journey. It's a journey through your week. It's a journey day by day with God. It's the decision to say, God, I'm with you. God, I am for you. And guess what? He's right there. I'm with you. I'm for you. Every day. And if we have that kind of access and we have that kind of meeting with him on a daily basis, can you imagine what would happen if we all came in here with that kind of expectancy, knowing what God is going to do through the Holy Spirit in this place? What this church can do to change this city and to change this world. Can you imagine? Everybody close your eyes today.
If you've never given Jesus Christ the opportunity to take your mess, to take your shame, to take everything that it is that you are and to replace it with him. Today is your day, now is your time. Let's say this all together. Say, Jesus, I choose today to make you the savior of my life. Please come and change my heart. Make me more like you. Wash away all my sin and make me whole. Redeem me back to my Father. Thank you for dying for me and rising again so I can know you. And we're going to take this a step further today. I want everyone to hold your hands out in front of you like you're about to receive a gift. Father, I've received your son, and I want more. Today, I choose to receive your spirit and all you have for me. You told us to be filled with your spirit, and I'm ready. I give you all of my fear, my doubt and my unbelief today. I believe that you would live through me and empower me to do the work of the kingdom. Today, I say yes, and I believe it, and I receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Give God some praise today for what he did here, guys. That's incredible. Praise God. Today, today we're going to continue um, with Pastor John. He's going to come up and we're going to go ahead and take communion because that is so important that we do. I'm going to let him share more with you. Thank you. Man, that was, let's just, uh, just focus. Let's focus, focus. Uh, as we were just praying and thinking, I was, was, we, were, we were talking about freedom we talked about it a little last week how true freedom is actually found in submission it's not we think of freedom as uh, I get to do what I want but true freedom is f actually found in being submitted to something like when you're really in love you know and you t totally commit into someone then you feel so free because you're fully known for the first time uh, I, there's too many kids I won't say anything but you're fully known for the first time I'm, I'm just saying like it's not just nakedness, but it's like nakedness in every area, right? Emotionally, mentally, you can fully say what you think for the first time. Because can you, can you imagine fully saying what you wanted to say to your, your guy buddies? They'd be like, uh, your idea is duh. You know, they, would, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't understand you fully. But there's, uh, there's someone, as you fully submit to someone and fully love someone, there is a freedom in the submission. And I believe that's true also with God. There's freedom as we submit, as we worship and say, you know what, God, I'm not going to hold anything back. 
I, I am fully submitted to my worship. I don't care well, who says what or what I think, or, or I'm just like going to close my eyes, like Jen said, and I'm going to just work. I'm going to go all in for the first time. And it's in the going all in, in the full submission, that you find full freedom. If you find that your worship is limited or you feel like, oh, I'm a little uh, anxious or I feel fearful, sometimes we got to go unabandoned, like, like, John, like myself at a John Mayer concert. I'm screaming like a girl, right? I am all in. Uh, but there's moments in life, like you can be at a softball game, you can be at a football. There's moments in life that, that's worship. When you finally see something you want to be a part of and you want to be in the voices and you go full access to the highest point of your voice and, uh, and uh, until you turn red. I'm not saying do that when we're singing. You can. But I'm saying in worship, that's what it is. You find your place where you say, God, I am no longer going to be afraid of, of singing to you or, or crying out to you or praying to you. And, and, and it takes us to communion. In, in communion, it, we, you know, when you see pictures of Jesus on the cross, he has like this, this like, he looks, he looks you know, there's a, he's shaped a certain way. He looks a certain way. And uh, he still looks like, oh, okay, I get it. But the actual, what happens in crucifixion is they strip you naked and then they nail you to, to a cross. So they embarrass you as deep as they can to show everyone else, never, don't try to come against us. And Jesus knew this walking into Jerusalem, that this would happen to us. But he was, he when, 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 when the Bible says he submitted fully, that's what he did. And I want us to get a glimpse of that as we take communion. That, that Jesus, God himself, fully said, I'm fully embarrassed. I'm fully putting it all out there. I'm putting my life all out there. That, that I could take away every punishment that you could look to me and say, you did it all. You did it all. And that's what's going to happen during communion. Gio, can you, can you lead us in communion? And then we're going to take it as uh, we're going to go to our, we're going to pray. We're, we're going to receive communion, find a seat. And then uh, Gio is going to just talk, talk to us about communion and then we'll, we'll take it. As John said, we're doing things a little different. We have uh, the communion in the back just so um, you guys can go. I'm going to be reading out of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, um, starting verse 23. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And I think it's huge, as John just said, like he knew what was coming. Um, he knew he was going to be beaten and broken. When he did this, it says, and, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. And I think that's huge because for so long, and it still exists today, that religion, the old covenant is people are trying to work their way to God. Through their good works, they try and work their way to God. But Jesus came to let us know uh, it's impossible. That's the whole purpose of the law, is it's impossible to be a good person because we're dirty and we're stained. But that's why he says, my blood is the blood of the new covenant because it washes us clean. And he calls us into relationship with him. And that's why today we really wanted to challenge you that you go and you take your communion 
Like it's not something between me and you or John and you. It's between you and God. He's calling you. And he, so Jesus is like, remember me when you, when you eat that bread and you take it in that that was the body that was broken, that suffered as we deserve to suffer. And the blood is the blood that washes us clean. And so from this point on, we can move into relationship. We can talk to God whenever we want. That's what he's asking us. He says, come to me. Come and follow me. Jesus wants to be near to us. That's what he desires. It's not about you being good, but about you being close. Because this is the same as a marriage. If you draw closer to your spouse, you don't, you don't mistreat them. You do things and you honor them easily. It's not something of duty, but rather of love. And that's what Jesus is calling to you. Saying, come, love me. Be near to me. Because I love you fiercely. He was willing to die for you. To be beaten. So that's just the challenge. We want you guys to go. As, as John said, just you get that and you, you get alone with God. You get alone with Jesus, you grab that bread, and you just say, thank you, Jesus, for you were broken for me. And as you drink the, the juice, remember, this is, this is the blood of the new covenant, which was poured out, that I may be washed clean, that I can come into your presence and be near to you. Father God, I thank you so much that you are willing to sacrifice your son Jesus, that you are willing to lay it all down, that we may live and live life abundantly, that we no longer have to work towards being good, but you make us good. And as we draw close to you, we become better and better. It's not something we do, but it's what you do in us. That's the beauty of your, your, your presence, your Holy Spirit as it comes. It cleanses us. Continue to do your work in us, God. Continue to change us. Encounter each person in this room today. Show them the beauty of the cross, the beauty of the blood that was given. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. for uh, just uh, man journeying with us guys for those guys who have prepared offering we'll have an usher at the door that you can give but this is how we're going to end we're going to just end with uh, just gratefulness we're going to play one last song Jen do you want to sing one last song and as you take communion that's how we'll end today and uh, we just thank you for coming here and uh, God bless you guys just, but take a moment, just take some time of just reflection. And I, I hope that you get a greater vision of Christ, a greater vision of the cross, and a greater mission for this world. God bless you guys.
Let your glory fill. 